0: Hi, I'm Pete. I'm an IT manager slash superhero. Pete, bad news. Uh, what happened? I put a very expensive latte on top of my car, drove off, and it spilled. It's bad. How's that in my problem? Oh, my laptop was up there too. <laughs> uh, okay, that's why we use connection services to manage our cloud. Everything's backed up. I can access your stuff remotely. You won't miss a meeting. I really wanted that latte, Pete. For hardware, software, support, and empathy. For Pete's sake, connect with connection. You are listening to Real Career Talk, the podcast. listening. I'm your host Sherry Sims, founder of Black Career Women's Network, where career empowerment is our focus and helping you thrive as a black career woman with clarity and confidence is our purpose. You are listening to episode 12. And today I'm going to be talking about the lessons I learned from giving more than a two weeks notice. Yes, the lessons I learned from giving more than a two weeks notice. So I have – this is not uh, – uh, I guess it's not um, a secret that uh, one of the reasons how I ended up starting BCWM was because I was looking to make a career change and discovered some other things about myself in the process. However – The very last job I had um, in human resources before I made the transition into uh, working for a nonprofit and doing um, career coaching and and development, um, I went to both my, um, my current boss and also the director of HR, who my boss reported to. And um, let them know that I was giving a four week notice. So I gave a 30 day notice that I was leaving and that I was making a change in my career. I was moving um, in the direction of career development, um, working with a nonprofit for um, coaching and job readiness and and all that wonderful stuff in the world of career development. And when I gave my notice, my uh, my, you know, my current supervisor or should I say my manager was happy for me. And then the look on my director's face, I swear you thought that, um, you know, she had saw a ghost. She was so shocked. But it wasn't wasn't shocking. Like, oh, my goodness, it was more or less disappointment. Like she was not happy with the decision that I was leaving. So I didn't think much of of it. I thought I'm doing the right thing. I'm giving them a, a four weeks notice, which is more than the two weeks that they asked for. Um, And I said, I'm giving a four weeks notice so I I can allow myself to transition a lot of my work over to um, my replacement. And then just kind of making sure that I'm allowing enough time for my managers too to be able to transition um, the work um, and helping them to make a smooth transition for me leaving as well. Well, about two weeks into my um, notice, uh, my manager had asked for the updated report. And I thought that was strange because we had already met Um, On our typical day that we talk about the updates for our statuses of our our, um, workload. And so I didn't think anything of it at this point. I went on and just gave her the report. So I'm leaving on Friday at quitting time. And I typically am one of those employees who would come in and stay late. I was working 12, 15 hour days for this organization. And I really was burnt out. So I went home at quitting time and quitting time was 4.30, And typically I'm always there till seven, eight o'clock at night on Fridays. And this time I was not. And I went home and I turned off my company phone and I relaxed for the weekend. <laughs> and when I got back on Monday, they called me into the office and says, Hey Sherry, you left and we didn't get to we tried to call you at home or we tried to call you your cell phone. Well they didn't say all that really, but uh, they eventually it came out, but They said, hey, we were trying to let you know before you left on Friday that you had got us to a good place and that you didn't have to return, you know, enjoy your next two weeks before you start your new job, yada, yada, yada. So I'm going to my desk and I'm like cleaning everything off. I'm like, this doesn't feel like a good, well, you know, good luxury. Glad you work for us. You know, I'm like, where is my, you know, going away lunch party? And I was like, I feel like I'm packing my desk, like I'm being terminated. (laughs) And I was like, wow. Um. This doesn't feel right, and so everyone said their goodbyes, and I went home. And when I got home, I thought, "Wow, that was the weirdest thing ever. That's not how I imagined me, um, you know, exiting my employee. Especially, I mean, my employer specifically, since I gave you a four weeks' notice, and I am looking to transition my workload and everything." So I didn't even get opportunity to, you know, I did share with my managers, hey, my last day was going to be here, but we're going to be working together till the end of the month, and so abruptly having to stop in the middle of us still transitioning, I thought was very odd. So when I got home um, and you know put my things down and 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 um, you know just sat there for a moment, I thought, wow, this isn't right. This 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 is not right. So I emailed my, well, now former manager. <laughs> And asked her, I said, i giving you my notice on this date. My last date was supposed to be this date because, you know, I'm being in HR, you always document and timelines. And so I was very specific in the email with my timelines. And I said, um, you know, I, I want to make sure I'm going to be paid for the next two weeks. Well, I got an email back a couple of hours later, but it wasn't from my former manager. It was from her manager, which which is the director, stating that she felt like I had checked out of the job and that I, um, because I left early on Friday, they just felt like there was no need for me to be there. And, you know, and I thought, wait a minute, that's not what my manager said to me. My manager said, you guys are a good place. You know, take the next take a couple of weeks off. Good luck in your new endeavor. But you're trying to say because you felt like I checked out, which was not true. And for those of you who know what checked out means, that mentally I was not there, I was not present, and that I had left early on Friday. Which no, you both were talking in your office at the time. I left at four thirty. I didn't interrupt your meeting. I left because it was already past quitting time. So I uh, did not reply back to the email. Because I thought, okay, so what you're telling me is you told me specifically because of that, that you're not going to pay me for the next two weeks of my vacation time that by company policy you'd pay out if it's by a certain time frame. So, of course, at that stage, the first thing that came out of my mouth after I read that is like, like the hell you will, because you are going to pay me. (laughs) So I decided that I wasn't going to respond to that email, that I was going to take, uh, take this directly to the CEO of the organization. And that is what I did. So I called the CEO, left a message on his voicemail, and he called me back the next morning. The next morning, he called me and said, hi, Sherry, how are you doing? What can I do for you? Okay, he's, of course, not privy to the fact that I've left the organization. I told him that I give a four weeks notice. Um, I told him I'm changing, you know, after being in this industry for a long time, I am changing careers and going a different direction. And he said, I'm sorry to hate to, you know, you're leaving, you know, I said, no, that's fine. Nothing that you guys have done. I'm just moving in a different direction. I share with him, uh, the email that was the reply of the email that was sent to me. I also told him about what happened at work. And he said, we'll share this two sides of every story. I said, yes, it is. And I want you to get the other side as well. He asked me for the email and I sent it to him while we were on the call. And then, um, he read the email while he was on the phone with me and he said, I'm going to get down to the bottom of it. And I just wanted to, and I said to him, I want to let you know, I have been very dedicated to my role. I have worked 12, 15 hour days to make sure I'm meeting the business initiatives. And, um, you know, I really feel like what is happening now was, is very, not only is disrespectful to me, but it also is, um, very unprofessional that the director would behave this way. And that also, too, I think that it's a really bad experience for me to end um, my, my tenure with you all um, on this note, um, when all my intentions were to do was to do the right thing, um, respect the heavy workload that I had and trying to help to transition that. And then this is how I was being treated. Never said anything else about um, anything beyond that the fact of how, how this experience made me feel. But also, too... That the right thing to do was to pay me for the next two weeks because of the notice that I kept giving you. So uh, some of the things that were in the email in reference to me leaving early when quitting time was at a certain time. And I said, you know, this isn't company policy. It is written in our book that quitting time on Fridays is 430. He says, that, yes, it is. He agreed completely. And then about a couple hours later, I got a phone call. And the phone call that I received was from the director. And she was like, um, hello, Sherry. And I said hello, and I'm not gonna say her name. And she says, "We're gonna pay you for the next two weeks, including your, um, your vacation." And I said, "Thank you." And next thing I know, her dial tone. She hung up in my face. <laughs> and I could tell that it pained her so awfully bad to have to call me and tell me that she was gonna, you know, need, gonna have to pay me for the next two weeks and including my vacation time. And so when she hung up and didn't say anything else to me, I looked at the phone. And excuse my language for you guys do not be offend, uh, offended by what I'm about to say. But I looked at the telephone. I said, who had the last laugh, bitch? <laughs> and I, you know, it was so funny because I hung up the phone and I felt relieved. But I will tell you something. I, you know, the feelings that I had were very, um, were not, they weren't, they weren't good. But they did end like this. So the CEO followed up a couple of hours later with an email to me, and he said, "You know, Sherry, this is I'm not going to say the name." He said, "Just want to let you know you will be paid for the next two weeks, including your vacation." He said, "My apologies for, uh, you know, for the behavior." He said, "Sometimes people get caught up in the moment." He said, "I wish you." He said, "I wish you luck in your new endeavor and all the best." And then he said, "You know, dear, I mean, thank you." In his last name. So I, you know, it was great that he did that. And I love the fact that he had her call me. He could have called me himself or he like he followed up. but He's, you know, he followed up to let me know, but he had her do he had her do make the call. Not my manager, but the director, who was the person who had the whole problem with me leaving in the first place. So I guess, you know, what I learned from this entire process is that I learned one more than a two weeks notice is not needed. (laughs) Two, you never know the person's true colors of things until something like this happens. You know, I I learned, uh, I saw the real director come out um, when I decided that I'm going to empower myself and move forward in my own career and take steps to elevate myself in a new industry using skill sets that I never knew I had and being able to develop myself in a whole new area um, that it definitely was not... um, you know, I guess, looked upon um, positively that I was leaving in that light. So I learned that as well. But what I also learned was my value and my worth. And I also, not that I never knew that because I did, but the reason why I was able to speak up and say, hey, I'm going to the CEO about this because it's not right is because I do know my value and I do know my worth and I do know that what you did was not right. And it was also disrespectful Not only to just me, but it was also disrespectful to your managers because you disrupted their workload and didn't allow them to continue to transition out with me the way they should have. So there was disrespect on all ends. So I think that when something like that happens to you, it's okay for you to internalize it. But the lesson is to make sure that you are smart enough to know what are the next steps that are going to eventually end up empowering you in a place where even though you had one intent on leaving an employer one way, sometimes the employer has another intent for you leaving in another. And it may not always be bright and pretty and fun. And it also can be leave you with an experience of that organization that you will carry with you um, for quite some time. So for me, I think that every experience that we have in the workplace, that there is a lesson to be learned Uh, And I also think that there is an area for you to grow. And had I not had the the maturity or the career smarts to be able to say, you know what, I'm not going to clap back at her. I'm not going to try to explain myself to her. I'm going to do exactly what I need to do is go above her head and go to where I need to go. Uh, to make this happen because if I go back and forth with her, it's going to be a fight. So sometimes you have to strategically learn how to pick your battles. And that was the next thing that I learned was how to pick my battles. And I wasn't going to go back and forth and argue with her about it. I said, I'm just going to go straight to the big man and we're going to handle this. And I wasn't expecting for him to, uh, because a lot of times in people, you know, you're working for organizations sometimes the CEO is someone who's ob- absolutely not, um, reachable or approachable. But I will say this one thing and think about this for a moment. When I was working for this organization, I used to have to go to a different building. The building I used to need to go to to get the information for our background checks was in the same building where the CEO sat. In order for me to go, I had to walk past his office when I used to go to that building probably about maybe about three times a week. I would have to walk past his office in order to get to the office location. I mean, to the cubicle location I need to go to, to uh, get the information. Every time I walked past his office, he was sitting at his desk and I would, you know, when I walked past, I would look in there and I would say hello to him and he would say hello to me. I never walked past his office once without speaking to him. I did not do that because I thought, oh, one day he's going to notice me. I did that because it, to me, it was respectful and was the right thing to do as I'm walking past his office and he's looking up at me to say hello. It was the right thing to do. And I, when I think back to him giving me that phone call, I thought, you know what? He possibly remembers who I am. I may not have had a, stopped and had a conversation with him at all, but he probably remembers that that is a recruiter at our other location. And that she absolutely was someone who every time she walked past my office, that she spoke to me. So I think that sometimes it's the small things that also can keep you in the memory of someone. um, And that even though you're not building a formal, um, you know, professional relationship with them, there's some type of engagement and that has went on between you and that person within that organization at some given time. So I think it's best to think about what that could be. um, And just a simple hello um, when you're in their presence is always more than enough because they remember people do remember that so i just wanted to share this story with you to say that sometimes that the outcome you think you're doing the right thing by giving them a, a long-term notice you thinking you're going to have a certain outcome from that and then sometimes it doesn't work out the way that you plan for it to and it's okay that people reveal the true colors when you decide that you want to exit an organization for your own professional development or growth or um just to elevate who you are, it's okay. You never make it. You never let anybody make you feel guilty for that because really the problem is them, not you. So I just want to leave you with that and um, and just know that. <sighs> And I sound frustrated sometimes when I talk about this, but we have to know our own power. We have to know our own worth. And as black women, that is something that we need to keep in the forefront of our heads all the time is that when we are working in these work environments where we may be the only um, or there may be just a few of us in the organization, we have to know and stand up for not only who we are and know what we stand for, but we also need to understand the people around us and, and keep those things that happen in a certain place and not internalize them to make us feel like we are less than or that we did something wrong. So I will leave you with that. So thank you for listening. And you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Speaker or SoundCloud and take a few minutes to rate our show. I would love to know what you think about it. Um, if you want me to answer a question on our next podcast, you can tweet me at BCW Network CEO. And again, thank you for listening. And I will talk to you on our next Real Career Talk, the podcast. Hi, I'm Pete. I'm an IT manager slash superhero. Pete, bad news. Uh, What happened? I put a very expensive latte on top of my car, drove off, and it spilled. It's bad. How's that in my problem? Oh, my laptop was up there too. <laughs> uh, okay. That's why we use connection services to manage our cloud. Everything's backed up. I can access your stuff remotely. You won't miss a meeting. I really wanted that latte, Pete. For hardware, software, support, and empathy. For Pete's sake, connect with connection. Hi, I'm Pete. I'm an IT manager. Today, I want to talk about... Pete! Heads up. We've been hacked. What happened? My password is my birthday. Everyone knows that. February 14th. Why would everyone... I don't get how these people figure this stuff out. I think I do. Have you ever updated it? Yes. I changed it to Valentine's Day. Uh, Okay. We're protected with Connection Security Services. You just gotta be more careful, Pete. Okay. Yep. For hardware, software, support, and empathy. For Pete's sake, connect with Connection.